EA Sports. It's in the game. Hey, good day, good night, and welcome to one of my favorite days of the year. It's FIFA 16 Day. Welcome to our annual review of FIFA 16. An important part of the soccer culture in our world today. The FIFA franchise. And yes, there's a big FIFA Pro Evolution soccer debate you can have. Well, I'm not having that debate. Been open about it. I'm a FIFA type of guy. For years now. And it's one of my favorite days of the year, as I was saying earlier, FIFA Day, when FIFA comes out. I wake up in the morning or at night. The uh, last couple of years, I used to go on a Monday at midnight. Today, we had a Two Salt Two Soccer podcast this morning. And right after I finished publishing the show, well, I got on the bus. I went to Best Buy. Took my pre-ordered copy of FIFA Deluxe Edition, the Canadian edition, with, with, with on top, Christine St. Clair next to Leo Messi. Uh, yes, I'll be part of our review today. The women's are now part of the FIFA franchise, which I have uh, a lot of good things to say about the FIFA franchise today. A very different game. So overall, today we're going to talk about uh, the new features overall of the game. The new things you can do with some features that are back, some a lot of different feels, some new career mode feature. We'll talk about that. Some new features in the foot and the FIFA Ultimate Team mode. I'm not a big FIFA Ultimate mode connoisseur. I'm not an aficionado. I'm not a guy who spends that much time with my flicking my team. I'd rather be on the pitch. So uh, I'm more of a career mode type of guy, franchise or player. That's what I do online as well. And the FIFA Interactive World Cup, which is part of the PS4 FIFA Now franchise as well. So we'll talk about this, the women, and the soundtrack. As you can hear early on the show, the intro, well, the soundtrack is probably the best I've ever heard in a video game. It's deep, very deep, very, very deep, and good. So good. I've been listening to it for the last 12 hours non-stop. Those songs will not get old after a year. And that's always what we're looking for. Songs that are catchy, but I do stand the test of time. At least for that one year period. Because you do get to hear a lot of those songs if you play FIFA like I do. And you probably do if you are listening to this right now. So, uh, if you don't know, I'm Kevin Larry. Host of the Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, Off to What Works, and uh, all the shows on Off to What Works Studios. The new features on uh, FIFA 16, we'll go into detail, we'll read a couple of articles that are on The Guardian and on other websites talking about interviews with developers of the FIFA, what they brought to the gameplay, the AI. We'll just go with my, my, my first feeling when I first opened the game. First of all, and there's a certain crispiness. Crispness. The game is crisp this year. It's a transition year. Last year, FIFA 15 was the first one on next-gen 
concede for next gen, but FIFA 16 takes that further, very, very further. It brings a certain ease in the menus, the color scheme, the, the production values of the menus. It does help you move around in the game easily and be able to gather your bearings there are some similarities to fifa 15 obviously but the color scheme and everything has really changed and it's more vibrant and i would almost say it's uplifting with the music and everything that game is very very happy and it brings the sport to life for once i never really had that impression playing fifa before i actually felt like i was playing soccer Literally, the reaction of the players that you're looking at, the AI, the way their movement is crispier on the field gives a different feel to the playing the game. The gameplay itself, everything that we liked about FIFA 15 brought to a new level. But there's a couple of things that really stands out. The ball itself. When you're playing, it might sound stupid. But the reaction of the ball are legitimate, are real. I wouldn't say legitimate because you can't really compare it a video game in real life. But if you could, it'd probably be the closest thing. It's so real. It's so close to the actual weight of a real ball, which it wasn't necessarily the case, actually. It wasn't the case at all in FIFA 15. You had the feeling that the ball was light. And if you played soccer recently, nowadays the ball are not necessarily that light, actually. Quite heavy sometimes actually hurts when you kick that damn ball. Let's be honest, it does hurt when we kick that ball sometimes. You don't get that problem with FIFA 16 because pressing that button doesn't hurt. But you see, the reaction of the ball is realistic to what you're used to see on the football pitch or on a TV when you're watching a game. The ball is heavier. It travels in the air not as easily. It does... Gravity has an effect in that game. And it's important because this goes to the way the players interact with each other. Now with the new Ignite system, the new the, the engine behind FIFA 16, they're moving to the second year of using that engine in development. And you can tell that in the way that the game does feel crispier, in the game that the AI is a lot more smart but as well in the fluidity of everything together. There's a lot more things you can do now. You can prop up some menus while you're actually playing to give you hints of what you should do as a move or as some skills moves by pressing R3 if you push down, if I'm not mistaken. And that does go fluidly in the game. You don't see any lag or any, which is great because new Features sometimes bring new bugs, and it's not necessarily something we like to see. And all those gameplays features we're going to mention right now. There's a couple of uh, new articles that dropped up this week. If you go to uh, Bleacher Report, it's on video games, obviously. If you go, there's a great one. But my favorite one is on The Guardian, which is a... um, good source of knowledge for if you're a fan of soccer if you're a fan of basically everything the guardian is a great source of everything so there's eight key new features according to developers in an interview given to the guardian defensive swips uh, swing steps 
is one of the one that is important because the defenders cannot just slide tackle you anymore. There's ways to get around it. There's ways to contradict the slide tackles that you used to do all the time to block basically the path. Now you can counter that, which is realistic. Because if you know the guy is always going to slide tackle you, you can anticipate it. You can use that swing step and move around that. The reactive AI marking, Shannon, which is the lead developer for FIFA 16 for EA Sports, Shannon says in the interview with The Guardian, the AI defenders have also been tweaked so they work more as a unit. In one example, he shows us, Real Madrid is just building an attack with Modric on the ball, so the right back is looking to run up the field. However, when the Croatian midfielder loses possession, our defender immediately starts running back into position. Last year, he would have kept running forward for a while. He wouldn't have recognized the situation quite so quickly, says Shannon. This was creating gaping gaps, with which could get quite frustrating and actually lead to very frustrating goal, especially if you're playing online, which is a topic we'll go to later. And it's one of my favorite mode or playing game in FIFA is online. The designers have also changed the man marking system so that defenders will now recognize if a player is making a threatening run and move into intercept. Channel shows us sequence in which PK breaks out of position to track a run, prompting Rekitic to drift in a cover. Last year you probably would have been in a goal there. Shannon. We're just tightening everything up a little bit. Uh, one thing I really recognize, I don't know if it has something to do with that AI marking, but the interception of pass is way more realistic. It's not that easy to do passes to an open guy. Your open guy is there, yes, but the defenders does notice that your guy is open and usually does do a run towards the ball. And if you highlight that player quick enough, there's almost always a possibility to intercept that ball, which it is in real life the case. Or at least the possib- the guy is close to it. And you have that in FIFA 16. And that is very noticeable when you're playing it. You're, you're noticing the, the track of the ball, which... All those things combined, the ball every year reacting more like a real ball would do with losing some of that speed when it does hit the pitch with the AR marking changes with the defender noticing that run and that interception possibility. Well, you do intercept the ball more quickly and more often, I would should say, more than more quickly. And that is actually results in way more realistic games, more back and forth, more... Crap shoots type again? No, because you still can decide to do different strategies, and that's something I really like to do, especially if you do a career mode that we're going to start talking about. In the career mode, if you're a manager and you tweak, you can basically tweak everything now up to the type of play you want your top striker to play, a hold up, a more of a finisher, more of a playing off the shoulders of defenders, or a target man hold up play type like a Drogba. You can't change that, and I'll use a Drogba example. When I first started my manager career with the Montreal Impact, uh, first thing I did when I plugged my FIFA 16 in my PS4, that's what I did. With Drogba, with the Montreal Impact, you can put him as a target man type of situation. 
Then you go to strategies of your defenders and midfielders and say, try to look for the long ball to hit that target man. Once you do this, you can actually use this to change the way you play that game with that team. And you get the result you want. So those are a lot of things I really like so far after about 12 hours of gameplay today of FIFA 16. Those are the things I noticed. We talked about the slide tackles. Now, let's talk about... We talked about... Uh, interceptions no touch dribbling modern players are adept at maintaining control of the ball while dribbling or while stationary without actually touching it if you look at the likes of Messi or Ronaldo their body faint and do a lot of movement around the ball says Shannon FIFA 16 makes an attempt to simulate this using the left bumper button as usual, moving the left stick while on the ball lets you dribble, but then tapping the bumper separates you from the ball. Think of it like a clutch in a car. Hold it down, the engine disengage. You're now not in contact with the ball, so you have a moment to faint, fake, or body swerve, both while stationary and running with the ball, allowing you to rid a challenge. This is very useful in two situations. When you're going from the flanks to deeper in the flanks to try to cross it in to the box to head goal. Now if there's a defender on you, for a split second, you press that clutch, that left bumper. Separate for a second. Faint cutting in, then cutting back. That faint is more efficient and the ball is not as far away as it would have been if you would have done a deke move years prior. Same idea when you're in one-on-one with defender. One-on-one, there's the, the goalkeeper in the back, but you have a defender in front of you. Before, you could have used a left analog stick. Actually, it's the right one to try to put the ball on either side of the defender and then going back towards the keeper. But it takes a lot of speed for your player to, to execute that move efficiently all the time. Now, with the feint, you can faint doing that move without the ball going out of reach, without the ball going too much out of your first touch if it's, you need to pass, if it goes wrong, anything. The ball doesn't change trajectory. It just stays there because you disengage for that split second. And it does help you in those situations. And I liked it. Another great improvement in FIFA 16 this year, the angled crosses. When you're coming off, example, on the counter-attack, and you're alone and there's a guy following you, it's easier to hit the cross in an angle, forward or backward. I noticed that for me it was easier to get that backward cross to the guy in the second wave that's coming sometimes alone in an empty net, but that guy that it's in the second wave, it's easier to target him now because of that angled cross that mixed in with the through ball that is even more precise but even more realistic you can just go through ball it's not gonna just pass it wherever no you actually need to be in the right position in fifa 16 to execute that through ball but once you do that through ball might be positioned better than it was before because of all the ai improvement one caveat that comes with the ball being heavier and does better. It's not as easy to score in a finesse shot. But when you do, it's realistic. The trajectory of the ball is realistic. Which means when the players do hit the ball, they hit it differently than before. If they r- wrap it around the ball, basically like you would do on a free kick or on a curled shot or 
uh, those skills that those players do have in real life. Now you see them realistically in FIFA 16, which doesn't necessarily mean always a good thing when you're playing. In prior years, what you would have thought would have been an easy curl around the far post or on the keeper goal, well, it's not that easy anymore. You can overcurl it and you can undercurl it easier. Uh, but once you get the hang of it, it's more realistic. And the movement of the players while they're doing it, it seems crispier and again, more fluid. I think those are the two themes of FIFA 16 in my experience today playing this game is the fluidity and the seamliness. Everything seems more seamless. Just basically what I'm seeing on my screen right now, because it's obviously playing what I'm talking to you. It's just a the screen, the, the save screen, you could say, screensaver. It just shows your home stadium of your preferred team. And there's a certain more definition in the stadium. I don't know if it's every stadium, but I know they had the scans and they did scan the stadium's life-size scans of the stadium. And it does make a difference. You do see an improvement in the, the way to look at the stadium, the 3D feel of the stadium, looking at it on our HD screens. There's a certain depth perception that wasn't there before, and now you do see. And just in that screensaver, and it does give you information. Example, a molten road, which serve as Stadzaputo in the game, but serve as a great club for Doncaster. The other, uh, it's just, serves for many other clubs in the game, but it's a great stadium in England. A molten road, about 20,000, it does look like... I look at pictures, and if you trying to get the same angles from the pictures from the game, the game looks more realistic than in real life. It's that great. So, uh, those are a lot of uh, great improvement on the game. Uh, one thing I liked is contextual training. If you press R3 during the play, the game brings up a contextual overlay system, what I was talking about earlier, that you can prop up a menu to to help you during the game. R3 during play, and the contextual overlay system above the player you are controlling, providing a selection of possible move. If you're just dribbling the ball in your own half, it will probably just suggest short or long passes together with the relevant button. But once in the opponent's territory, it will bring up a range of attacking options. There are several levels of advice to select from, so intermediate and experienced players can get more complex pointers, including tougher skill moves. It just helps people get more out of the game. I mean, half the people on our own team didn't know how about bounce passes. That's Channing again. Because you can do a bounce pass. If there's a guy in your way, you can do over him and it's going to bounce once or twice and you can control it. Those are the type of things that the game will show you how to do in the right time if you use that R3 prop up that menu button while you're playing. And this, on the long run, you can use it now in the beginning to actually help you get those instincts of doing this in those game situations. And when the time comes, when the games are actually important for playing for a position, who knows, World Championship, World Cup, who knows? Those features now with the contextual training of the game will help you. So, of course, we haven't said all the new features of the game and all that, and that would get tedious, probably, and boring. But this is just an overview. What, what you can take out of it is the game is smarter. 
than it was. It's not as easy, but you'll find that it's more enjoyable. What I mean is, it can be frustrating when you get scored in the 90th minute. That has never changed. But you have to think like a soccer player. You have to act like a soccer player. You have to act as a team. But your instinct of example, I'll re-mention the example of crossing in an angle towards the guy coming the second wave that you had the prior years, but you can really execute like in your mind. Now you can seamlessly. And this is the theme again of this game is the fluidity of everything. Everything just makes sense. And that's the big difference between FIFA 16 and FIFA 15. 16 makes sense. And FIFA really used the power of Ignite and the power of the PS4 getting more used to it after... Well, I say PS4 because that's what I use. It could be Xbox. What I mean is the developers use the power at hand and the knowledge they learned after the first couple of years of working with the next-gen consoles to bring to you a product that is as close as ever before was to you and your friend playing a soccer game on a pitch. Speaking of you and your friends playing soccer game, one of my favorite mode is online and is career mode. So we'll take a quick break, listen to another great song on the FIFA 16 soundtrack, and we'll be right back. And we are back here on the FIFA 16 review show here on Off the Woodwork Studios Sports Podcasting Network. I am Kevin Laramie. And as I mentioned, we're going to talk about the career mode innovations. I want to talk as well about the online mode, but I haven't had time to deeply go into the online mode. I did register for the FIFA Interactive World Cup. So yes, it is a new feature in FIFA 16 on the PS4. FIFA Interactive World Cup is now part of it. You can register and try at least start and try. Got a couple of uh, weeks left to qualify for the first stages of it. But yes, uh, you can uh, add me as well on PS4. Same as my Twitter handle, Kev And You can try to play against me, friendlies, or who knows, we might play against each other. In the qualification for the FIFA Interactive World Cup. Uh, quickly, I want to mention again, the FIFA 16 soundtrack, great songs. What you heard in the bumper right here was Sister of Pearls by Bayo. And earlier you listened, it was a Jack Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great soundtrack again. I'm going to mention more songs later on, but it's just, for me, it's a way to discover new songs every year. And the songs that become synonymous with FIFA playing the game. It would not necessarily happy times. I wouldn't go into that uh, of a nostalgia. But more it becomes synonymous with uh, moments of like you scoring a great goal. And you say, anyways, so then when you're out and about, in the example, you're working, there's radio or you're in your car and you're driving. And one of those songs pop up. Always takes a couple of months because EA Sports really goes deep 
and they're like foreshadowing songs that will be popular in four, five, six months from now. And you know them beforehand because of the game. Anyway, so Sister of Pearl by Bio. If you liked it, go get it. And it is available on the FIFA 16 soundtrack uh, that you can buy as well. But uh, going back to career mode. First of all, a couple of things I like about career mode off the bat. feels more realistic. There's an interactive... Uh, interactive. There's a preseason tournament. International one. Depends on which team you play for. North American, some of them are international. But there's a tournament in preseason. And there's a cup you can win, but it's you don't see the players celebrate as much. But you, it's something interesting to do in preseason. It's not just dismissive game against teams from another division, another league. So that's interesting. What I really like so far after a couple of hours of playing career mode, both manager and player career mode, uh, both sides of the coin, is the training aspect. You can train yourself within the training skills game with your player. So if you're good at it, your player is going to grow and become better quickly. And if you're not, and you can simulate them as well. So if you're a good manager type of player, and you can manage, you can do up to five players at a time per week and five different playing sessions per player if it's uh, the player career. So that's a very interesting for the player who likes to build up new prospects and stuff. That is easy to do. A more streamliner global transfer network, it's still hard for me to grasp all the, the global transfer network thing, but it's easier to actually single out players, sign free agent now all year round, not just in transfer period, which is uh, more realistic as well because that's the case in real life. So players that are free agents are have the possibility to sign with a club outside of the transfer window, which is a very useful when you're managing a team and you get injuries during the season. Uh, in the commentary of the game that you'll be playing in the season, especially if you're manager, but even player, if it's the player, they'll be focus the story of the season. It's called the mo more the, the evolution of the career mode is the commentary will be focused on the season of the player or the team as a whole. So towards the beginning till the end, towards the end, you get the story of oh, the qualified or they're getting close or they're going to get the champion league spot or they're going to win the league now. They're all three points left and they're going to clinch it. Those type of situations that are meant for you to be to get drawn in, to get more involved into the career mode and to give a certain field of a uh, field of depth and a field of more playability because you get different stories if you struggle you'll have the same commentary and everything that goes with it if you struggle they're going to say you struggle if you score many goals they're going to say oh he's up to 25 a couple is left and he's going to beat the record oh my god that type of thing is really important for the player that likes to go deep into his career mode those are the type of thing that makes you smile. Other key changes to career mode. We're saying uh, scout reports. After scouting, the player reports are available for now in the entire calendar year, not just three months, and then disappear like in 15. The transfer budget is more realistic per team. You're not going to get the Montreal back with a $100 million transfer like you were in other edition of the game. Loans, short loans, now six months to two-year loans, now possible. 
friendly subs in friendly games, unlimited sub, more realistic transfer, which means Ronaldo's not signing for DC United anytime soon. Maybe neither for LAFC for that matter. Improved player transfer values. We've addressed values of players to better match the real world transfer market. That's what I was saying. And uh, while the transfer window is open, we have tuned the number of high-profile moves by big players to better match the number of changes that typically happen in the real world. Which means Ronaldo, Hazard, Messi, Suarez, and Sterling are not going getting transferred in the same transfer period. Got that? So that is being reflected in the game. And I think it's important because... Well, it gives a certain feel of reality. And if you want to put it into a movie perspective, because ways to review video game can always be put into movie perspective, it doesn't break that fourth wall. When you're playing the game and it's so immersive, you hear the same type of commentaries and when you're watching the game, you see the same type of reaction from the crowd. You do hear it for, for an hour. I thought somebody from my living, from the, my next door neighbor was yelling something until I realized that I do have surround sound when I'm playing the game. There was a heckler in the stands. Heckling. Really? No, I'm serious. I was like, damn it. And when you're playing with women, it's a woman heckler and it's really noisy and her, her voice is really nasally. So it's quite annoying. But it's that realistic. It's so realistic. There's only one thing I actually thought it was funny. That's not really realistic and has nothing to do with career mode. It's because that's where I noticed it. <laughs> the foam spray for the free kick. Now in FIFA 16, the referee marks a spot of the ball with sort of like a half a moon crescent type of sign. And he does a line where the wall has to stand. But the thing is, in real life, the foam lasts maybe 20 to 30 seconds. In the game, it lasts about 5 to 10 minutes in gameplay time. Maybe a minute in real life. <laughs> it's quite funny because you see it done. The free kick's done. And example, if it's a free kick close to the goal, ball goes outside, goes for the corner, foam's still there, spot's still there, hit the corner, shot, another corner, foam's still there, spot's still there. All right, now you get into a shot, goal kick, foam's still there, goal kick... The next time you go back to the goal, it was still there. So that's not necessarily a bug or a problem. It's quite f funny in a way. So those are the type of things that I really liked in the FIFA career mode so far, both player and manager. Uh, one thing in the manager I was saying is a preseason tournament. Uh, and the player is, uh, let me just, yeah, players look great. Yeah, uh, Drogba, Diego Costa. Yes, of course, I saw Chelsea and uh, the Montreal players more, because that's the team I tried. But I did see a lot of TFC players. They do look more similar. Of course, if you're going to play like, with teams like Barcelona and Real Madrid, which, by the way, uh, the exclusive scanning rights for players now is something that exists. And FIFA 16 has the exclusive rights for every Real Madrid player. I think it's including with the Bernabeu Stadium that they did scan. The Bernabeu looks awesome, by the way, the game, such as Stamford Bridge, such as all the great stadium that they do in scan in real life look basically better than they do in real life because, well, it's a game. Outside of that, when you look at Ronaldo, it's stunning. The realism, the, the profile, when it's like a, a scene between free kicks or something and it's a replay, 
and you just look it from a corner of your eyes. You're doing something, example, looking on your phone and you see that in the background. You think it's real life. It's that your eye gets mistaken. And we're getting there, yeah. We're getting there where it almost takes us a second now to double take. Is that real or not? Before, we wanted to be the case. But there was always something feeling wrong with it. We'll talk, we're getting to the woman and we'll talk about that. When you talk about this, we need a double take. Is that real or is that the video game gameplay? Damn, it's a video game. It looks better than real life. That's what it is. Mention the woman. Let's talk about it. No, wait. Let's just finish the interna- the F- FIFA Interactive World Cup talk. Online tournament now that's open for everyone. You can subscribe, well, register more, and qualify to eventually, who knows, wind up into the final and be the best FIFA 16 player in the world on PS4 or on Xbox. And I hope there's like a a super cup that you get the guy on like a best uh, best at a seven series, the best Xbox guy versus the best PS4 guy. Probably not, but it would be something good. It would be akin to a, I don't know, to MLS versus an ASL soccer bowl or something that could happen in the future. Who knows? But uh, yeah, exactly. An ASL, maybe it's going to be in the game in the future. Who knows? But uh, the World Cup is a great idea. And it's a great way for players who like to play online, who like to like do seasons online, but to play for something and to have like a more an incentive to play because they can qualify for something. So they're not for the serious players and all of us because we do like to play seriously or we seriously like to play one of the two. Well, you can now. You qualify, you register and you qualify. You put your money where your mouth is. Well, maybe not your money, but you put your reputation where your mouth is. You've been bantering for years that, ah, none of my friends can beat me at FIFA. Well, nowadays, we can put that to the test. And you can put that to the test by uh, trying to beat me, Kevin Army. I just bought a brand new one-year subscription of PS Plus Online. So come and challenge me, Kev Laramie. All right, let's take a break and come back and talk about the Women International Cup on FIFA 16 and the Ultimate Team as well. And we are back on our annual FIFA review show. Again, I'm Karen Lyrae. Thanks for joining us here on Out of the Works Podcasting Studios. Talk about the women in FIFA 16. First of all, it's a great for uh, the, the sport so that women's soccer is included in the game. Tournament that it's just with... To the team, the different team. There's France. There's not going to name all of it, but of course, Canada, United States, and the players do look great. Uh, the gameplay feels a little different. I'm not going to lie. It has to do with normal physics, the center of gravity, different being different height and different. The look on the women, they look very similar to real life, but the overall skill of the women is very high on the game. 
So, example, I'll say a couple numbers, and I'll give you an example of where they situate themselves. Just, I'll give you an example, because the overall abilities of the woman in FIFA 16 cannot compare to the men in FIFA 16. So, Christine Zeklar, for example, 88 overall. Jose Benaji of the Canadian Men's National, uh, Canadian Women's National Team again, 75. Killen Carr, 75. And you got like Ryan Wilkinson with 77. So it gives you an idea of the level of their overalls. So basically every player is about a 72, 73 per average. So the play is really crisp, very fast, and very similar to women in soccer. Very chippy, very physical, a lot of passes. It's very fun to watch, but it's different. It needs to be approached differently too. If you play it seriously for for interactive World Cup or different purposes, and you're playing with a women team against a women team, obviously, because the other case is not possible. You cannot play a women team versus a men team, which is good for uh, all those bigoted people out there that would have used that as a ways to say things that are not true. So, when you're playing with a women team. You need to know the strength of that team. Example, you have Christine St. Clair. You know, she's an overall 88. She's on top. Use a midfield accordingly to send the ball to her. Try to use her to, to work off the shoulder of defenders and get through balls pass and trying to get her one-on-one with the keeper and she scores. If you know how to do this type of stuff and use strategies, well, it can work a lot with the women because of there's a certain parity in every team and it's everybody has a certain same level of skills so that's one of the reasons why it's fun to play with the women so i really like that part it does take some getting used to it when you played with men for 20 years when you see ponytails flashing around and the ponytail factor i'm gonna say stupid play on a used screen and tell me 22 well not 22 there's some short hair 16 ponytails flashing at the same time when you're playing with the ball. It does get distracting, not in a very big way, but it's just, it's noticeable. Maybe noticeable is a better way than distracting. I mentioned earlier Chance and Heckler's great chance example with the Montreal Impact when you play with G.J. Drogba at home and he scores, you do hear the G.J. Drogba, and same chance for all the big stars in the entire world, same for the women, you hear a chance and that's an integrated part of FIFA that's getting better and better. Some things that you don't necessarily notice if you don't have HD surround sound or headset HD capabilities, which you can hear all the depth of the sound. Because you, when you do have, exa- example, a headset, you hear how the ball connects to the pitch and to very different. Uh, one thing I think to mention, you play on turf and you play on grass, the ball reacts differently. So go back to the point that I was making earlier. The ball being more realistic and heavy and now it reacts differently to the type of surface that it's on makes for the game to be a more immersive type of game. When I say immersive, I mean not that you're going to spend 20 hours straight without thinking of drinking water and anything else. No, what I mean is the game will feel like a game and there's not going to be an aspect of it that will take you out of it and break that fourth wall and break that suspension of disbelief that you do have when you're playing. It goes up to almost the look of your favorite players. If you're playing for Chelsea and the look of Costa when you're playing and you're trying to 
get that through ball pass to him, he's going to look the exact same way as when he does when in real life as Oz tried to do that. So those are the type of thing that keeps a suspension of disbelief when you play and gives a certain playability and a fun factor to a game that's it's an intangible, yes, but I really liked it. So that pretty much sums up my review. A lot of couple of new features that are back, necessarily don't want to dwell on it, but if you like to play 11 vs. 11 and create your pro club online, that feature is back with a vengeance. You can create your club with the kit and everything now and play with the 11-year-old friends or invite people and create friendship. You can do that. Yes, it wasn't a, a game mode that was played by a lot of people. Last statistic was 1.4, if I'm... I'm mistaken because they when they took that mode away for after FIFA 14, they released statistics to help them with their argument. That look, not a lot of people play, but the people that do play played in a way that is very similar to in a real life pickup game 11-11. So that's very interesting, and that now is back in FIFA. Another little fun fact is the practice arena is back when you just wanted to wander around with the ball and shoot on the keeper. That is backed as well with all the new physics and the ball. So I would suggest to start with this. When you first get the game, practice arena, skills game. Well, first of all, it starts with a Real Madrid and Barcelona game off the top. You have no choice. If you do like me and you're anxious to see everything new, you're going to quit that game and start everything else. And depending on your level of FIFA's 15 or 14 play in the past couple of years, you will have rewards and coins and uh, foot F fulfill ultimate team, which I did not talk a lot about. Granted, it is a deficiency deficiency of mine of the review, especially. Not a big fan of the FIFA Ultimate Team. Does it's it's not my generation of video game playing. I know a lot of people like their card type of game with sports. It's a new trend. There's a draft now that you could do to draft players for every couple of games so you get a messy or whatever. So it's easier to compete online on the same level as the freaks or rich people out there who buy packs like it's nothing. Well, that's available now in FIFA 16. So there is something for everyone in FIFA 16. What I remember, what I take out, what I'm happy with after 12 hours of gameplay, I'm really happy about the Interactive World Cup qualified or registered and I feel like I'm part of something will I make it probably not but if I do you've heard it here first I love the the deepness of the, the chance and when I heard the drug but chance after he scored because yes he did score the first goal for the impact for me in that game today well it is realistic the type of play just the, the gameplay not the gameplay the style of play of each player, depending on their own skills, you see the difference on the pitch. You see how Le Racima slides differently in the game than another player, which represents real life. And those are the type of things that really impressed me in FIFA 16, is that next-generation game console put to use. Really get the, squeeze the most amount of juice out of that fruit as possible. And you get those type of games after of couple of years the console is out and we're getting there now with the ps4 and the xbox one we're getting to the point where the games are not just mind-blowing like the ones came out at first but now they're mind-blowing yes but it's the deep depth of it the deathness i know it's not a word but it is now hope you enjoyed the review 
Let me know what you think at Kev Laramie on Twitter. Let me know as well in the comments here on Canadian Soccer News, on KevinLaramie.com, or anywhere you would like. And if you would like to support us, we would appreciate it very much. Just go on KevinLaramie.com, click that orange button on the right side, and help the grassroots cover of coverage of the beautiful game in Canada, in North America, and the coverage of your favorite sports as well. On Outdoor Studios and KevinLaramie.com. It's getting late. I can't talk anymore. So until next time, have a great FIFA. Thanks to EA Sports and all the artists available on the EA Sports FIFA 16 soundtrack available. And all your disc stores. Any disc stores left? Well, if there is, it's there. Otherwise, iTunes, Google Play Store, and all your favorite record stores. Thanks again to EA Sports.